Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is show 902. That's a good number. I like that number. And it's April 30th. That's another good number. I I cannot believe it's going to be May tomorrow. I don't don't know where this month went. And we're doing a Patreon chat, and I have Quinn and Jeff and also Doug so it's two Americans and two Canadians. That sounds like the start of a joke. Hi, guys. How's everybody? I'm fine. Good, good. Doing good. Doing good. great. Good, good. Doug, how- from Atlanta, Atlanta too, is uh, doing good. Good, good. We're, we're actually, my wife and I are coming down that way in October, I think it is. There's a wedding. Somebody's having a wedding down there. So we're, we're going to be down in that area. And uh, we actually know some people down there. I have a good friend that I grew up with lives down there. My wife's father lives down there. So, and I've only really ever passed through Atlanta. I've never really actually visited. Have you lived down there most of your life, Doug? I can't remember. Oh, far from it. You can oh. tell from my New York. New York oh, accent. that's right. That's right. You're you're also a northerner that went south. Okay, that's right. I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, I've been here uh, seven years. Okay. Do you like it better than the north? I'm sure the weather is probably nicer. But well, I, I feel badly for those uh, storms that I'm seeing up north, but glad I'm not a part of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I heard Jeff. Did you have snow lately at all? When's the last time you had snow? Uh we haven't had snow. Actually, we're we're quite nice, but they did have a lot of snow, like because I live in Western Canada, so they did have a lot of snow in the southern part of our province, and a lot of snow. I think in like. Uh, because I live in Alberta, and then they had a lot of snow in Saskatchewan. Um, yeah, they're saying it was like a week or so ago. Yeah, somebody um, I know that lives, yeah. I think, in that area. Another guy, yeah. like, had a foot of snow or more than that. Something. Yeah, 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 it was quite a quite a lot of snow. Um, so I assume they got got some in, like, uh, I guess Montana and uh, Wyoming and things like that as well, too. Um, so yeah, but yeah, here it's it's a beautiful spring now. So. Yeah, we've just been getting a lot of rain the last few days. Right, Quinn? You're not too far yeah. from me. A lot of rain. Yes, we had rain earlier today. Yeah, same here. Although it's clearing up a little bit now. But um, anyway, there's your uh, weather report from different areas. But um, So today, a, a big spoiler warning for everyone. Our plan today with, with the guys here on uh, the Patreon chat that uh, we're going to do we're planning on talking about season, let's see, let me get this right. I guess it's season three for both, right? The Mandalorian season three and Picard season three. I don't know why it worked out quite that way. Seems weird to me. Seems like Mandalorian's been on a lot longer than Picard for some reason. Maybe they had bigger gaps. I can't remember in, in the years between the uh, seasons. Plus they had Boba Fett in there. But um, So let's start talking, I guess let's do... I think let's talk Mandalorian first. I think we're going to probably have more to talk about with Picard, but let's talk Mandalorian. I 
you know, just briefly for me, I mean, I really enjoyed this season. I thought they did some different things, and it was, um, you know, I, I, I like the, the depth that they went into in, in the Mandalorian's culture, let's just call it, I guess. So, yeah, I, I liked it. That's my quick take on it. Let's go around uh, the circle here. How about start with Jeff? What um, what was your take on on this season of Mandalorian? And I don't know, however you'd like to describe it. I mean, some people like to compare it to previous seasons, but whatever you'd like to say. What was your overall take, Jeff? I thought it was, I thought it was all right, but I'll say I felt that maybe, it, I'm not sure if it was their, fully their plan. I felt... Um, I think you could really notice, like midway through this season, that uh, Pedro Pascal was just doing the—he was just doing the lines. That I'm not—I don't think he was the guy who was actually, because I think he was busy doing his, uh, his HBO show there, eh? So, so then Last I think, of Us, yeah, yeah. Which so I think good. They really good pivoted to do like more <laughs> Bo Katan type um, retaking Mandalore and all that. Mm-hmm. So, so I kind of felt. Um, I felt if he was maybe on set, then maybe the story probably would have went maybe a little differently than it did. But yeah. that said, um, yeah, I really liked uh, really liked that you got to see Mandalore. I kind of liked, uh, you know, I kind of like where the, where they kind of they took it uh, right near the end. Uh, I thought thought was pretty uh, mm-hmm. cool. I I even. I didn't really care for that one ep- that one episode with uh, Jack Black and all that. I, I didn't really care for that, but yeah. I understood what they were doing there. Uh, you know, sometimes you sometimes you got to take a chance, and sometimes they land, and sometimes they don't. But, yeah, with uh, Christopher Lloyd too in that, right? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like I say, it didn't didn't really connect with me. But that said, it was the cameo uh, episode. Like they're yeah. like, let's put everybody in this episode. Who wants to yeah. be in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. But I thought, you know what, you gotta try those to see if they work, hey? And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. But that's the great thing about TV is you got another episode the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And then, yeah. So overall, I thought, and then the other story with uh, Pershing and uh, Kane and all that, I felt was great. Um, I thought that that was kind of some real world building there um, stuff, mm-hmm. which will probably uh, pay off in uh, later seasons or later other series. So, so I thought it was great. Did you like them bringing back, uh, we can talk about this with everybody too as well, but <clears throat> just, did you like him bringing back Moff Gideon? What what was... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah? You like him as, yeah. a, as a nemesis bad guy character? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was all right. I, th- I thought, uh, yeah, he, he seems to have been a villain for, for this series so far. Is there and, some uh, reason that they have to dress these guys up looking like almost like Darth Vader? <laughs> I know what I mean, yeah. like... <laughs> little blinky lights on your chest and all and all that uh yeah i guess uh, just the visuals there eh? so i guess it yeah well you know it was like the, the inquisitors too they kind of did that with right you know a little bit you know it's like but anyway yeah no that's all fair you know i honestly and we others can chime in you know we'll, we'll go to the others next and then we can talk maybe a little bit more in detail but I don't know. I don't know what anybody read and heard. You mentioned, Jeff, about the whole, you know, Pedro maybe having to duck out and do other stuff. And and I'm not – I don't know. I'm not sure how much – like there's all kinds of – you know, the internet is all full of rumors. It's about 99% rumors, right, or whatever. But there's also been talk that that he doesn't – you know, he's – I read something somewhere, and I don't know if if I really buy this, but – 
that he was getting very unhappy with having that helmet on his head all the time. Something like that. Right? Yeah, I don't really buy that. I to I'm me, like, I just think it was just scheduling. Is is my yeah maybe my yeah. yeah yeah they just wanted to get this. They want they didn't want to sit too long uh, getting the next season out. So I just I do like Bo Katan. So I'm yeah. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit no yeah. no problem there bringing her yeah. in and and showing more of yeah. um of her and then kind of taking back kind of leadership of her people more or less. So yeah. All right, hey, let's go up to uh, Quinn. Quinn, what was your overall? Uh, Mandalorian season three. What do you? What did you think of that? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It did a lot of backstory about Mandalorian, how it, how what happened to the planet and how they took it back, and it set up for them starting off the new Mandalore with whatever's going on in in season four. If there is this, hopefully there's a season four. So it seemed okay to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a great big battle at the end, how they tied it up, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah, that last uh, episode was was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that was like movie yeah. level battle yeah, stuff. Exactly. You know, all the jetpack things. You know, never saw quite yeah. anything like that in Star Wars before. Really, that's true. All right, Doug. What's what's your overall take on season three? Thumbs up, sideways, down. What what do you think? I uh, I like the first season the best. Uh, this one, uh, Jeff uh, talked about that Dr. Pershing. Uh, it seemed like uh, mm-hmm. a yeah. total tangent on. Uh, it's like I, I said, what am I watching here? Is this the Mandalorian? <laughs> and uh, the, the thing about torture when somebody is just like, oh, you're just going to lie down on this couch. And we're going to do something for you. <laughs> and then everybody leaves the room. It was like with uh, the Star Trek episode with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dagger of the Mind. Yep, you know? I know that one well. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, turn the dial up to a hundred, right, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but torture. When you see this, this is kind of the reason I wasn't into Andor either as a uh, series. I just like I don't like to see the total darkness. Well, of it's a kind series. of funny when you think about it. It's like this is the New Republic, right? They're trying to just sort of like more or less mold everyone the same way. You know, I know they don't want like the Empire to rise again or whatever bad things to happen but you know the whole it 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 strikes me a little funny that you know they fight for freedom right essentially the empire's crushing freedom and now they're kind of like they're doing kind of the same things almost you know to to the people and i know these are people from the empire right but um yeah i get what you're saying doug yeah right and i i in the earlier seasons, well, not that many seasons, but uh, just him and Grogu going out there and Do, say, mm-hmm. hey, kid, and stuff like that. Doing stuff together. together. Yeah. T- two of them together exploring new places, getting involved with new stuff. This turned out to be much more political. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, again, don't go along with Jeff. Uh, sorry about that. With uh, Moff Gideon, I don't like Moff Gideon. <laughs> That's fine. Stay, That's fine. I can't stay in that guy, you know. But is uh, it is it the he, character or the actor or a little bit of both or what? What what exactly both, yeah. is it? Is it okay? Yeah. It was wonderful when Grogu made that uh, bubble there, and uh, oh yeah, that was cool. That's the end of Moff Gideon, you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I said spoiler warning at the beginning, but I don't think there's any. Well, I mean they. They did find that clone area, but they destroyed all those basically. Unless he's got another like hidden cache of them somewhere. But yeah. um, I always wonder about the whole cloning thing. Like, okay, so what? You've got a clone body, but 
<laughs> what about your your brain, your personality, all that? They never really go into that, right? Honestly, I mean, I could buy it with the emperor with the force and all that stuff, right? About, you know, somehow he could somehow transfer his consciousness or something like that. But just your average Joe or whatever out there and, and like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what that's all, you know, maybe it's just to have spare parts or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, what also confused <laughs> me during this time is I didn't realize that I never saw the end of Bad Batch of the current season. Uh-huh. So I kept going back and forth between Mandalorian and Bad Batches, different time frames with clones, and I started getting the uh, the stories mixed up. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Well, I mean, you know, that's, you know, kind of pre, like, at the beginnings of the Empire, essentially, right? Right after, like, Order 66 and all that stuff. So they're, yeah, and this is set roughly, you know, what have they said, like, five years-ish or something post-Return of the Jedi, something like that. But um, which is back in theaters, by the way. I don't know anyone. Anyone can go see Return of the Jedi in theaters again for uh, I'm not sure how long it's in theaters for. Maybe just, like about a week or something. Probably, like that. probably not. Yeah, I'd like to go see it. It's at it's at the theater I typically go to. I, I looked uh, yesterday, so maybe I'll try to go sometime this week. But um, anything else, uh, Doug, about uh, season three? So you you prefer the the. Well, they kind of ended the whole, they kind of wrapped things up. And at the very end, with that little exchange that uh, Mando had with that um, Imperial, or not Imperial, sorry, the rebel guy or whatever, whatever his name is, right? We said, hey, I'm I'm out here. I can do some jobs for you guys kind of under the table. So it kind of sounds like they're going to bring it back to the way it used to be. Did you get that well, idea, Doug, at the very end of uh, the last episode? Yeah, I was getting that. Um What's that guy? Carl Weathers, I think, was. Well, Carl Carson Weathers. Diva, the, uh, what's his, uh, yeah. The, uh, it's the pilot, Arizona, rebel pilot Kim's guy. Convenience fellow. Yeah. yeah. I think his name was Carson Tiva, I think was his, his name. In the in the show name? Yeah. Yeah, in the show his name. I, I can't remember his, his the actor's name. Right. But, yeah. Uh, Vietnamese. He's got his little or, homestead or, uh, out Korean there. Name, and uh, it, was, it certainly oh. wasn't much of a Grogu slash uh, Mando thing except a little bit in the maybe the last episode they, they kind of and, and a few things i mean he basically went and got you know took off in the ship and got bo katan to save him at one point right essentially so um you know i, good, I good was to, thinking at one sorry no go ahead at what at one point um when he said uh grogu's no longer my foundling but my uh my something or other uh adopted and, you know whatever that. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm, tra- I'm training him, uh-huh. and uh, in order for him to be a Mandalorian, the armorer said he has to speak for himself. And I was fully expecting he was going to have the first words we'd hear. <laughs> out of him, you know, a little disappointed there. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I, 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 part of me thinks that they kind of, I don't, I don't know if they think the magic will be taken away if he actually speaks after all this time. Something like that, you, you know, when when Yoda first was popped, it popped up in Empire Strikes Back, right? It wasn't like he didn't talk for a long time. Immediately, he's saying, you know, things, and, and I'm not sure. I, you know, he's there's this talk that he he might show up in the Ahsoka show a little bit or something, or not Ahsoka, sorry, in um, this new Ray movie they're doing, right? Where Ray is now sort of rebuilding the Jedi or something like that. You guys heard that announcement, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, there's this talk that if Grogu's still around at that point, which, you know, I guess, you know, maybe is is good possibility that he might be part of that potentially. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's possible. I guess they they kind of tricked you a bit because they, you know, <laughs> they, they put him in that IG-11. Uh, yeah. Body yes. And then yes. No, yes. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I did kind of get a kick out of that when like those two two of them were fighting at one point, right, yeah. on, on the ship thing. And he, and he grabs both of them and he puts them apart and he's like, no, 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 or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then the other part where, was it Moff Gideon had the Mandalorian kind of down on the ground or something and he, and he went in and grabbed Moff Gideon's hand or did something, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, no. Yeah. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's, um, it's Star Wars. I mean, I, I, I'd be shocked if we don't get another season. I know they kind of wrap things up. And I don't think they've officially announced announced it, but um, yeah, I got the feeling there'll be another season. And uh, again, though, because uh, they are talking about he's you know he's going to go off and do those those missions for the New Republic, and apparently mm-hmm. that was supposed to be the premise of that uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which was supposed to have uh, uh, Cara Dune in it, which then yeah you know, when they let her go, so yeah. it does sound like they're going. to they must have had some story ideas for that, and now they're going to maybe repurpose those for, for The Mandalorian. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yes, yeah. I forgot yeah. that that was uh, a... <laughs> yeah, the, the way they do these shows sometimes, and it seems like these days they announce things so far in advance. It's kind of like... Remember how they announced that, that uh, they were going to do that Section 31 Star Trek show, or they kind of... I don't know if yeah. they ever really completely announced that they were going to do it, but it was talked about a lot. You know, and now they're saying they're just going to do a kind of a one-off movie, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that's probably a good idea, I think. So, um, but I, but you know, they, I, I get the idea. Sometimes they get ahead of themselves and they make all these plans, yeah. and then it's kind of like things happen because these things take a long time to make yeah. and, and produce. You know, they were going to do that um, Rogue Squadron movie, right? And then that yeah. fell through. And then I was actually kind of surprised that in the at that last. Um, that last big announcement at um, just a couple of weeks ago when they had celebration, yeah, they announced three whole, three whole new movies. Right there, they've got the one I already mentioned. You know, yeah, with Ray with Ray, yeah. they've got um, the one where they're going way back in time, right, with the early days of the Jedi. Right, yeah. that's the other one. What's the third one again? Well, I'm a... uh, the Floney one. It's just supposed to be kind of a. Oh, that's kind right. Of like yes, a right. Avengers type kind of. There's going to take all these series and then have a. We're going to bring big... a little Ahsoka, a little Mando, yeah. a little uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Who knows? Kind of... Yeah, setting in the time yeah. frame of that. Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it sounds like that one's going to be like like a Thrawn. Thrawn's going to be like kind of the the villain or whatever in that mm-hmm. movie. It's all kind of kind of lead up to. I guess them taking on this, uh, you know, makes they you, did it makes you drop, think, but, yeah. yeah, it makes you think they're not going to solve the Thrawn problem in Ahsoka by any means. I, I wouldn't yeah, expect it, it but, um, doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else guys on, uh, on Mandalorian season three, anything, uh, either, you know, good or, or bad or whatever. Um, I, I did enjoy, like I said, I like seeing all the other Mandalorians quite a bit. And the whole cultural thing, I you know, they, they haven't really done that a lot in Star Wars, honestly. I mean, these movies, there's not really a whole lot of time for them to explore 
I think in like some of the books they've done it, of course, more. But yeah, you know, I guess a bit in the the Clone Wars and things like that. They touched in the series, a bit on yeah, it. the animated, yeah, yeah Clone yeah, Wars yeah, and yeah, Rebels a little bit even. But um, yeah, 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 it's cool to see. <laughs> speaking of that, another Star Wars, you know, can you know, it, it's cool to see these Rebel that uh, Rebels animated series characters showing up in live action in Ahsoka. That's kind of fun. I like that. Yeah, it was cool that. Like, I, I must be, I got kind of, uh, when they uh, showed Zep in that one episode, eh? Because yes. there was talking, like, Sabine and all that kind of stuff. We're going to see Sabine and Ahsoka, and then they slide in that that Zep into the that episode there. Yeah, just sort of he's standing there and, like, whatever, talking to those guys at the bar thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it's, the cool thing about Star Wars these days is, and I guess Trek is the same thing, although Trek has always been more of a TV thing anyway then even though they've done a lot of movies i've always considered it more of a tv property but they've kind of turned star wars into a tv property now pretty much you know versus these movies i mean you the movies take so long to make and there's such a big build up and then and then you know you're you've they're so spaced out i i mean it's i guess all i'm saying is it's fun it's nice to get this bit of star wars each you know on television that we've been getting over the last few years and yeah, yeah, I like I like the Bad Batch too. It, it's a yeah. it's a it's a good show, fun show. I, yeah, I think with the movies, yeah, I think it's maybe you know like I think the expectation with Star Wars movies are they're they're big, big type movies. So if you do these lesser, well, I shouldn't say lesser stories, but not such grandiose stories, that they kind of fall flat in the theater, I guess. So could be yeah i mean although everyone even though i it wasn't really my favorite of the movies everyone seemed to like you know rogue one right uh quite yeah. a bit and that, and that was a very like i call it the uh inside baseball you know that was a very like yeah nuanced different kind of star wars movie you know than they did before so uh and, and you know again a lot of fans seem to really like it a lot <clears throat> but um but yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's, uh, you know, we're blurring the line of making TV versus movies quite a bit. I mean, considering the technology that they have, uh, it's it's amazing what they can do on a, even though these things still seem to cost a lot of money, obviously. But Yeah, but you look at something like in the Marvel side of things too, eh? You know, like a lot of what is, we're seeing now is the kind of groundwork that they laid in that Loki series which wasn't a movie so true so a lot of yeah a lot of that is you know so it just seems like they're kind of blending movies and television into kind of the same storytelling thread yeah and it's not a bad idea because you know they can kind of gauge their audience better right you know it's it's a bit of a risk and it seems like hollywood doesn't doesn't really honestly want to take very many risks anymore so if you've got a built-in audience for say mandalorian boba fett whatever ahsoka and then you put them all together in a movie, yeah, chances are it's going to make some money, right? Yeah. The people will go see it. So, although, although I don't know, these days, it, it all depends on the movie. But, man, they, they show up online, or not online, but, um, well, online sort of, but streaming, you know, pretty quickly within a few months, you know. So, all right, it's, um, it, it's still... Tr- kind of makes me wonder i mean i i went what's the last movie i went to see i think i saw that dungeons and dragons movie yeah that's what it was you know paid for the movie bought popcorn you know 25 bucks later or whatever (laughs) it's like 
uh, I mean, it was fun, and I liked to go see it. You know, I liked it, and I liked Dungeons and Dragons and that kind of stuff. But still, you're starting. I'm starting to even me. I'm starting to get to the point who loves going to the movies. Like, hmm, maybe I could just wait a couple months for that. So, all right, let's shift gears. We've got about yeah, we're about halfway point. This is a good point to switch. So, Star Trek Picard season three. I hated it. It was terrible. Oh my gosh, what 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 kind of show is that? What do they do? <laughs> All right, let's go reverse this time. Doug, Doug, let's start with Doug. What'd you think of Picard season three? And even feel free to chime in on on season one and two a little if you'd like. Yeah, I definitely uh, thought it was a great season. Uh, Some of the actors really should be applauded for how they did their work, like Brent Spiner. Mm -hmm. He totally rechanged Data and, uh, you know, gave him humanity and uh, more humor uh, Marina Sirtis, I thought, was great in it all with accompanying Jack Crusher into mm-hmm. his mind and, you know, helping him. Uh, the next to last episode uh, was like the best Star Trek I've seen since like the best Next Generation episode. Mm. Um, it w- I think the last one was uh, it was almost like a letdown after the one leading up to the huge, huge fight. It was mm-hmm. so thrilling. I just call it thrilling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was excellent. Um, uh, I don't know if, if they do go to Legacy. Uh, is this the last we've seen of uh, of uh, Patrick Stewart? It, he would no longer be involved. It would mostly be a um, mm. a seven of nine thing. Or yeah, oh, oh, one more thing I just wanted to mention about that because I got myself off track. The whole thing with Jack Crusher, okay? Uh huh. He, go, he goes over to the Borg ship, and he's basically saying, I'm going to stop this. Yeah. And he has a conversation with the Borg queen, and the next thing you know, he's, he's complicit. I'm plugging okay. in. I'll plug in now, yeah. Yeah, she has, like, a very strong control over him, understood. But when Picard frees him, mm-hmm. they forgave him awful quick. <laughs> Locutus was kidnapped. He had no choice over the matter. Jack had choice. Oh, you mean forgive him for for taking off and going over there? No, or, for being wh- part of it, and he was basically destroying Federation ships. Oh, you mean that? Oh, here we're you're, you're it's all good now, and here you can even be part of the Titan or sorry, the Enterprise crew. That all uh, like yeah, there we're you go. Yeah, we promoted you. You're <laughs> you're the assistant to Seven of Nine. You're on the bridge crew. It was one year later, though. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was a whole year. He had to, yeah. A little bit of atonement or something or punishment or something like it's, that, you know? Yeah, I, you know what? I I don't I don't disagree on that. I, I hadn't really thought about it too much. Here's my little quick take on, on what you said about him going over the Borg ship, though, and, and when he got connected and all that. I sort of, and I don't know what anybody else thinks about this, and maybe I'm just, maybe it's just me projecting and, and wishful thinking, but... I almost thought that perhaps he thought by, like, basically connecting in, he he would be able to stop it somehow. I don't know. I did. I mean, maybe maybe I got that wrong. Maybe that's just me. Like I said, wishful. Yeah, thinking. you got it right. That was his intent. But, but immediately is, he's pretty much like you know, okay, <laughs> I'm one with the Borg, right? The minute yeah, he plugs he says, in, okay, destroy yeah. that ship, destroy that ship. It's like how many mm-hmm. people yeah. got killed because he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't fight back. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, just, one, just one other thing. Here's a minor quibble, okay? Sure. Is it scientifically possible on Frontier Day to set off fireworks in space? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have explosions and noise, and, and 
photon torpedoes and things going off. So, yeah, maybe. Uh, Let's just, I I, I guess I'll put it this way. Maybe they have, maybe they've, I mean, if you can believe in, I I mean, this is kind of a cop-out answer. But if you can believe in, in transporters and warp drive, having fireworks in space of some kind that they've they've created some kind of chemical or something that can do that, I, I kind of just kind of shrug my shoulders and go, sure, okay. But I get your point. Yeah, I get right. your point. Yeah, it, it would have been more maybe appropriate that it was being like, remember when Voyager came back and all that, like it was like in San Francisco or somewhere, you know, like on Earth. A little bit yeah yeah but um but yeah i mean i just think it's it's just so like here's one little just quickie that popped into my mind about that whole situation was i don't get really why except for expedience of the storyline but why is it helpful in a battle to link all the ships together I don't, I, I mean, seriously, what what advantage is that? To me, it seems like a big disadvantage, if anything. And I'm not worried about the, if the computers get taken over by the Borg and all that. I'm just saying, I don't even see, understand tactically how that's helpful. I really don't. It seems like if you're fighting an enemy, that makes you more predictable, almost. I don't know. That's just, I, I'm not a military strategist at all, but I'm like, I, I don't get why that's a big benefit. You guys have any comments about that? I I don't know. I don't know. But um, anything else, Doug, about this episode? Or not episode, but this this season? season? Yeah. You're right about the acting. The acting was amazing. I mean, it just, you know, hands down, everybody was just just really great. Yeah. I I would have been happy with three more episodes. But uh, I didn't feel like I was rushed. But it it was a really, really good season. Yeah. All right, Quinn, you're up then. What, what's your thoughts on Picard season three? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I got up early before work to see it, so I mm-hmm. got up around three thirty in the morning. Oh, jeez. Went to yeah. Well, I went to bed around eight thirty in the afternoon, okay. so that I could wake up early. You did that for for all the work. episodes, or or just no, the very well, final only, one? Just when I woke up at three thirty. Oh. The other ones were closer to five thirty. Okay. So I go to work between seven and eight, or at eight o'clock now instead of seven o'clock so i was able to watch uh-huh. it before work or whatever so that was quite a big deal or whatever so it did require some work of getting to bed early so i could get up early sure see on my on the digital we have crave in canada so i was able to download it and so i was able to watch it before work or whatever so mm-hmm. I had to adjust my schedule or whatever, see what was going on Wednesday night. So were you just uh, were you just excited and anxious to see yeah, it, or I were you worried? Excited. Okay, yeah. I was more excited with this one than yeah. the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, I'd see a day or so later, but uh-huh. this one I wanted to see before I went to work or whatever. So because they were forty-five minutes to an hour or mm-hmm. something close to that, so yeah. I was able to time it out so I could see it before work and. So I was all hyped up. So when I was at work, I was going over things of what they did and what they didn't do. And yeah, my background of when I had spare minutes. When you're in downtown, when you're waiting for the elevator or something like that. 
Yeah. So, what'd you think about seeing all the all the TNG people again, all all together yeah, I finally? Really liked that. Yeah. So they had progression of. Well, Gates said, "What do you think I've been learning the last twenty years when she fired out all these torpedoes and?" Yeah, she's apparently become uh, kind of stuff. So, expert, what do you think uh, I was doing the last twenty years or whatever? <laughs> so that was quite, uh, quite a retort. How did you do that? And then that when that retort came back, what do yeah. you think I was doing the last twenty years? Which was quite amazing. There was growth in all the characters. They didn't stand. They mm-hmm. all what what happened twenty years ago in two thousand two or two thousand three when Nemesis. And what happened now, 20-some lives, there was an expansion of what they were doing in between kind of stuff. So, yep. And yep. then it was a 35-year arc from when they first encountered the Borg in the 90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they remember best of both words, the summer of 1990, and then they did it in September. So there was a great big gap of several months. What's going to happen? I don't know if they ever did cliffhangers before the third and the fourth season. I don't remember that. I think this may have been their first not not really in Trek season. at least. And and you know I think they started yeah, exactly. that that trend pre, you know for themselves yeah. a little Where's bit. This? Yeah. Quite a while ago, Mike. What were you doing thirty thirty three years ago? So sure. You know, if I'm in my sixty now, so I was in my thirties then. So I remember doing, I had a visa. That's what we did. We had VCRs back then. <laughs> so you, yeah. you either watched it live or recorded it and watched it later on. Cause no streaming. Yeah, was, no no. Well, yeah, reruns. They would do reruns at least. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Whatever was the Star Trek channel. So you yeah. got to watch it back then or whatever. So yeah. each, each city had the Star Trek on different times. So you had to figure out. I watched out of Detroit. So I don't know if any Canadian channels had it on back then. It's possible they could have been, but I mostly was out of Detroit, so I had to figure out was it Saturday or Sunday or what time was it? And then yeah, see it at my place before. I so were you happy? And then, uh, yeah, the, I really by the un- end of uh, I, season, glad, or, yeah, satisfied with the fu- final back from Nemesis or whatever. So Nemesis was a big. Uh, I wouldn't say a letdown, but. Uh-huh. They redeemed themselves what happened in Nemesis. Data went away and all these other things happened, but sure. they they brought things back to how Star Trek The Next Generation should have ended, but they didn't. But they yeah. they did a good job or whatever. Yeah, good, good, yeah. All right, Jeff, you've been waiting patiently. So what uh, do uh, you think about season, I- season three that... Uh, what is your take on on the the storyline, the characters, the action, whatever, whatever you want to talk about? I thought it was I thought it was a really uh, really great uh, great way to end off the um, off off the series. Uh, I felt that um, they brought in some like like others said. There's some good growth with the uh, with the characters, um, mm-hmm. which was was kind of nice uh, to see that you know. Because people do change over over time, so sure. it was good yeah. that they did that. I thought that episode with uh, Anson Rowe was was fantastic. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you know. that was that was a surprise, and it was also great. Yeah. You know, both. Yeah, 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 and it was just so um, so uh, 
just just her sacrifice at the end of that episode as well too is mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even sure i guess it was her sacrifice i guess in a sense that it was that this you know that that the star trek was true or that starfleet was truly like kind of infiltrated with this uh mm-hmm. i guess with this kind of uh you know changeling slash borg type kind of yeah hybrid type thing though yeah. my one little quibble is is that mm-hmm. it just it's just like come on there's you know <laughs> they only had a handful of people who were like over 25 or whatever on these ships it's just like ah come on like oh you mean you know? then that you're talking about the the, uh, the whole fleet there i had yeah, the, the same whole fleet got taken over and it's just like they that, you know, it was because yeah. it was like twenty five and younger, which were right, which were so. So were, basically, uh, yeah, I had the same conversation with some of my other friends about it. Was okay. was I was having a little trouble with that? Okay, none of those ships put up enough resistance. Didn't have enough people over twenty five to to yeah. stop the the twenty five and under crowd. Like, I I. I I know they do this for simplicity in TV a little bit, but I did have a little problem that there weren't a few breakaway ships that didn't figure out something. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's it's Starfleet. And and then my, my friends were saying, oh, you know, well, it's like military, and there's a whole ton of young people in the military versus older. And I'm like, mm, uh, I'm not sure about that. Well, Because <laughs> you make a career. You have a career, eh? Well, so. exactly. And, and, and honestly, Jeff, you know, I agree with you that Okay, fine. E- even if they're outnumbered, e- even if they're a little outnumbered, that's still you still have you're 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 not taking into account things like experience and yeah. and a lot of other things that could. It doesn't always just mean because you have more numbers you win, or, yeah. or, right? So like, yeah, I, I I get it for TV. It was easier. Oh, look, the you know the Picard and company are going to save the day, right? Yeah, all, along with a little bit of help from the Titan and Seven of Nine and all that, but. But, a, yeah, a few ships should have been kind of breaking away or something. Just You just needed, like, all they needed was a minute of screen time of just, like, hey, this is, yeah, the, ex- this is the Excelsior yeah. whatever, or and this is this is the whatever ship. This is the Excelsior. Yeah, we've taken control of our ship or we, something We're, like we're yeah. with you. We're with you, Titan, yeah. or we're with you, whatever. Like, that's, that's all yeah. they – it could have just even been a communication thing like that. Yeah. Like, we've regained control or something, like – but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, probably more than we needed on that. But yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So that was like, a, that was like a bit of a, a quibble there. But just um, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to kind of like Doug's point too, I felt that you know, like with Jack, like he goes over there, and then he's basically <laughs> he gets, you know, oh, I was no one cared about me when I was growing up. I was left alone. Blah blah blah. You know that. You know, woe is me. Yeah. I, Kind of yeah, woe is me, you know, I just, you know, you know, that Picard had to kind of talk him out of it. And it was just like, come on, you should have been a stronger mm-hmm. character to, um, like, if you're going over there because you're going to, you feel like you can fix the situation, then, you know, you know, he should have been, like, fighting, like, while he was under control, eh? Like, there would have been, yeah, I would have preferred, I, I agree with you and, and, and Doug, to the, um, I would have liked, same thing with the, like, the whole 25 and, and under whatever crowd thing. I, I, I. I don't like things that are just like an on-off switch or black and white. Like to, to me, there should have been a little bit of resistance. I, honestly, if anything, probably the life he had led with Beverly and being what they were all doing, it should have actually, in my opinion, made him a little more independent, a little stronger. I mean, yeah. I thought he was a really good character, and he showed in many of scenes in previous episodes he wasn't a pushover. 
You know what I mean? Like, but then all of a sudden, oh, Borg Queen. Okay. Yeah. Resistance is futile, you know, (laughs) but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, a little thing. I mean, I think they wanted, they obviously wanted the whole Picard bond slash, you know, thing to be a big factor, right? Yeah. They wanted him to kind of be part of the save the day. I mean that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But yeah, this is a, this was like, say again, this, you know, you know, on a whole, it was a, a great season. It was great that, you know, they brought back, a, you know, like all the all the cast, you know, mm-hmm. like say we yeah. discussed, you know, like all the characters had good growth. Like say, I like, I like Worf a lot. I oh, Worf that, was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was great. He had really matured or whatever. And uh, he had such good lines. Yeah. <laughs> Swords are more fun. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I'll admit the first few episodes it took a little bit for it to get get going like the first like three or so episodes it was just like eh, you know you mm-hmm. know pitter patter let's get at her type kind of thing but uh a little bit yeah, yeah it's a yeah. little pacing but, you know thing yeah. i think they want to kind of i don't know they i think they I, I always feel like and i've said this many times on on the podcast i always feel like they pace these things i agree with you jeff i think they pace them a little bit heavy mm-hmm. on the on the end of the show right the last few episodes like they really yeah. like to like, was it episode eight, maybe? When did they finally all come together as a crew and a cast again? What It was like seven or eight, right? Barely? Yeah, I would say it was probably like either seven or eight. Yeah, it was quite... I, I quite mean, they later. really, they're all separated yeah. pretty much yeah. for most of the series, for most of yeah. most of the show. Until yeah, I think the, it was eight yeah. because they had to save um, Riker and Troy. <laughs> It was like that point where they finally sat sat down all together, right at the at the conference table. Yeah, I think that was eight. Yeah. So I mean, like basically, and that's nearly. I think it was near the end of that, or maybe, you know. So they really only were together as a group, you know, for a couple of episodes. Yeah. uh, Honestly, and and I I kind of expected the way that from the previews and what we were seeing in the first few episodes, it was pretty obvious that, you know, it's it's like getting the band back together, kind of a thing, right? You know, oh, Jordy's off here and, and Data's in parts and whatever, you know, right? Everybody's kind of scattered, right? And they got to pull them all together and that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. It, um, but it was good when, you know, they finally all did. I, I kind of, I was like a little bit with what Doug, <laughs> excuse me, with what Doug said, which is finally when they all get back together, that's when you really want to see more happening, right? Another episode or two. So, yeah, exactly. And then I, I like too that um, you know because I wasn't I was never really a big fan of in the first season where like Picard had kind of died and then they gave him that uh, synthetic body or whatever mm-hmm. and then at least with this one they kind of explained you know that kind of helped me a bit digest that a bit that you know that the his his body his actual body was still of use because it had some of the the Borg uh, mm-hmm. still in it that you yes. know they kind of wrapped that in which I kind of appreciated. Yeah, I mean, it made sense. I mean, finally, when it's like, okay, why did you guys go get his 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 remains? I also think it's yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> like, why do these bodies all end up in this place? Like, you know, it's like body snatching kind of 101. Like, I was like, oh, look, yeah. you know. I mean, I would have thought they would have just kind of buried his body or cremated it where, where he passed away on that planet, right, with the other synths and all. It's well, I guess of, maybe Section Thirty One got in there. Eh? Somebody and, swoops uh, in. There's like yeah. basically like somebody that follows people around of high rank and like, 
oh, when that guy dies, make sure you get his body. Okay, yeah. we got to put it in the, put it in the uh, what was it, Daystrom place or whatever, right? Put yeah, it, put Daystrom. it in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big morgue in space or whatever. But uh, but yeah, anything else, Jeff, uh, in particular about uh, either good or bad or any other uh, any other things about this season? What'd you think? You're you're the you're the ship guy. What'd you think about the Titan and 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 you know, well now the new Enterprise, right? I thought they're fine. I thought they're great. Uh, new designs, so something new to yeah to look at. Uh, you know, they, reading, they also go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say I was reading some people on you know some online folks that were kind of commenting about. I think they were a little bit two things. One, they were a little disappointed of the of the name change, and I, I guess I could kind of understand that. I felt like the Titan kind of had made a name for itself. I'm kind of good either way, honestly. I could have, I could have taken it or leave you know whatever whether it was still the Titan or the Enterprise it didn't really matter that much to me but the other thing that I've been hearing is you know it's supposed to be like the flagship right or something and and the people were commenting about that's not like the most massively powerful ship in the fleet no because you know? yeah like say there was the Excelsior class was a much larger class well that than new the Enterprise, Enterprise right yeah. wasn't that wasn't yeah. wasn't Shelby ship in the last episode wasn't that the something Enterprise wasn't it <laughs> that only yeah. lasted for yeah. like one episode or something. I think that's what it was. Wasn't that supposed to be the Enterprise? Wasn't it? Yeah, the and it was the F. Eh? So I got to watch was, this last episode again. Yeah. I missed some stuff, but um, yeah, because she was yeah, it was the but that thing was a beast. F. I mean, that thing yeah. was a monster ship, and um, but, yeah. yeah. But some of the ships in the past, uh, you know, the, like say again, the Excelsior class was much larger than the Enterprise. You know, back in like the. Um, and not you know, necessarily, the, yeah, not necessarily uh, days, yeah. the flagship or whatever, right? Yeah, so the Enterprise really wasn't because it was an older ship by then. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know that that kind of stuff. I just kind of doesn't bug me honestly that much. No, <clears throat> doesn't either. I think one of the things that I I've talked about it. I think a couple times. One of the things that I I did get kind of bugged by is. They didn't really. I I feel like you know we had this Vatic. Is that her name? Vatic character, right? For like three quarters of the show, right? Like seven episodes worth or whatever, and the changeling things and all that, right? And then in one felt swoop, kind of like that, just sort of gets almost erased and wiped away, and now it's the Borg, you, you know. And and I and I felt a little bit like. I mean, they kind of explain it. The Borg Queen kind of says some things in the last episode, I think. But I had a little bit of a problem of the changelings and the Borg kind of like teaming up. You know, it it just, it's like, changelings, I want to just tell you guys, are you that dumb? (laughs) I'm like. Who was she answering to when she was on the bridge of that ship, Attic? Well, I'm assuming that's, that, that was. I think that's a Borg, Borg queen. queen. It didn't yeah, didn't look like her though. It was like a no. Cloud I, th- I, th- I think that was intentional because obviously, if they would have just, I think that was partly to protect that that we'd all get surprised. That, oh, look, it's the Borg again, thing maybe. Um, but that's what I mean. I assume she was communicating with the Borg. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, I honestly, I did not like the Vatic character at all. I thought she was too kind of schmarmy i don't know how to say it but just she was hamming it up too much she was she was that, just like that's a actress amanda Plummer. yeah who was the daughter of christopher Plummer, who was the klingon captain right and in the undiscovered country uh i'm sorry she's not half the actor her father was <laughs> well it was just 
There are certain actors out there. Now, I don't know. I know her. I think I've seen her in a couple of other things. But, but I, I yeah, I knew that their, her, her, you know, her family history and that. But here, here's what I was going to say about this. There's sometimes when people will do a performance, I feel like they put on too many little like, oh, look, I'm going to have her smoke. And I'm going to, you know, you know, like I'm going to have her be kind of goofy and weird. And I guess it just was too much for me. It was like, I prefer like a villain to be more almost low key and not that way. I just felt she was just like a little, I wanted somebody, I wanted seven of nine, which, especially when they had them captive there on the bridge, I wanted seven of nine to just slap her across the face. I just like, (laughs) just shut up. You, you and your boohoo changeling story of you know that was another point that i was talking to some other friends about it during the whole thing with leading up with the changeling it's like oh you guys were nasty to us you created this thing to destroy like you were trying to wipe out the federation it was war (laughs) it was like i don't know i i i i I think um i guess that kind of got dark hey you know it did a little earlier about the uh experiments and stuff mandalorian same thing you know where section 31 was really doing some pretty extreme experiments on those changelings so yeah that did kind of show a real dark side of of yeah it it is i agree with you jeff and i and i and i i get that okay that's not all of starfleet but it's kind of like well doesn't starfleet know know what they're doing in their own house (laughs) I, 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 you know, I get a little tired of the whole like, well, this is the bad side of Starfleet or, or the other one, which is, I, I hope we've, this is the time, the last final, you know, in the last episode, they kind of touched on this. This better be one of the last times we ever see basically Starfleet being infiltrated, you know, by Borg, by changelings, by tribbles or whatever it is. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm really tired of honestly, cause they did it. They've done it so many times now. I'm just tired of some aliens getting inside Starfleet uh, uh, that, that want to do bad things. I'm just like, guys, put some, put some protocols in place, you know, like Beverly, I guess did with the transporters, right. They kind of touched on that in a quick scene at the end. But I I mean, I get it. It's a big organization. Okay. You're going to try to infiltrate the, you know, it's like spies going into, you know, like, you know, Russians coming into America during, especially during the cold war or vice versa, you know, sure that stuff happens and all, but I, you know, we've done it. We've done that a lot now. So we, we that's that's enough. We don't need any more. <laughs> but um, anything else, guys, about um, what did you guys think of um, the final, like, you know, Data flying the Enterprise D, like the, the Millennium Falcon through the <laughs> through the Borg cube? I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was kind of fun to finally see the ship do do some things that they could probably never do back in the day when they were on TV. Right. Uh, I, I like that. I, I like the whole, let's bring the old ship that doesn't have all the computer controls that the new ones have, you know. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought, yeah. I, I thought like say, you know, eh, like say it's, it's an action sequence, I guess. You know, someone could argue that, you know, a starship isn't really meant to maneuver that way but uh it's an action sequence and it was exciting and fun so i guess data could get i guess data could do it you know they never really did did jordy comment much about remember how in star trek 3 when they steal the enterprise right and they got scotty there and they they've they've rigged everything up right through the run through the bridge because instead of having a crew of whatever 430 they have a crew of like seven or whatever of them right so but the enterprise you know d when they took it 
and you know a crew of a thousand and now we've just got seven people on the bridge running the show and and I don't think in that last episode they ever they, they never really said you know hey we're we weren't really set up to go into battle, you know, or something like that. They basically were running like as good as they ever could. I, I, again, a TV show and they were just trying to make it spectacular and, and fun. But I, I always wish there was just a little commentary about, you know, maybe a little council blew up and said, Hey, we've overloaded the, whatever the computer system that's trying to help us fly the ship like this. I don't know. It's hard for me when they've got a ship that holds that many people and needs that much crew to just all of a sudden it just being it's the core group on the bridge controlling everything, you know, but uh, no more lower decks people. So, yeah, it was a fun, a fun ride. I mean, I what we'll get next, we'll see. I mean, they they have that Starfleet Academy show, right? Are you guys at all interested in a Starfleet Academy show? I, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. I pointed out on your uh, Facebook, I think, uh, I don't want it to be in a different time frame. I want to have the opportunity for guest instructors of uh, people we know from the past, and you eliminate that if it's in the future. Yeah, I agree with you totally, Doug. I mean, the, the rumor supposedly, you know, is that it's going to be set in the future post-discovery, right? I mean, that that's kind of what they sort of said. Is it Tilly? They're kind of thinking like Tilly since she kind of... I guess, to... I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, but I, but I just feel yeah. like, you know, I think it's, I mean, I, I, I have my ups and downs with discovery. There's some things I've enjoyed about it. There's some things I don't, but I think it's pretty well known that that show has not been all that popular with people. And if they're going to do like more or less a spinoff of that, it just doesn't seem like the, the best idea right now, honestly. I mean, I'm sure I'll no. try, try and yeah. watch it, but because yeah, this yeah. thing would feel like to me. I like I agree with the rest of you guys. I'd prefer it to be in this kind of more TNG era, I guess, of Star we, Trek or yeah. Post, you could have Miles o- O'Brien yeah. show up and be a instructor at the academy, or or somebody yeah. else, or Kira, or whoever you know, or some of the TNG people. Almost, you know, yeah. This might sound crazy to say, but almost in the same era that. Uh, that lower decks is in, eh? even though lower decks is a comedy and, uh, and a yeah. cartoon, but kind of in that era would be kind of, um, you know, for me that would kind of be where I'd like it. Yeah, I, I think they're. Um, I mean, I'm, I, if we don't get a legacy type show yet, and if they still do the academy thing like they've said, I still have a feeling that's what we will get something at some point, and not too far in the future. You know, I, I think they know Picard's been pretty popular. I think for them to not do some some show post in that time frame, I, I, I it would surprise me. Like a, whether it's a show about I was going to say the Titan, but a show about the Enterprise um, with with Seven of Nine and Crusher and you know Rafi on there or whatever, whoever else they want to toss on. You know, I would love that show. I mean, I think everyone just about would. I think that'd be great. And and one last little thing too. I will say that the actor who played Crusher, Jack Crusher, uh, you know, and, and everything he had to do, I think the guy did a really good job. I mean, I, I, I it's, a you know, probably a really hard thing to come into an established cast like that. And I, I think um, I think he was really, really good. I still have a little bit of a weird, like, Beverly just wanted to keep him away from Picard all that time. That just doesn't seem... I'm like, even with all of her explanation and, and stuff, I thought that was a little weird. 
I thought they could have given. Uh, I I don't even buy that. Uh, you know, because I I felt that, um, and maybe it maybe it wasn't really feasible, but I I just felt they were lacking Wesley as well too. Eh? They should have at least even just did a name drop. You know, hey, you got a brother Wesley as well too. He's off. Right. Yeah. Well, even like, again, maybe, I mean, I was hearing some things like I I heard, for example, that they really wanted to bring in um, Kira at some point and a visitor. Right. Especially since this whole changeling thing was really a Deep Space Nine storyline. Right. Yeah. But then I was hearing they, they basically ran out of money slash time and couldn't kind of fit her in. And maybe the same thing was true with um with Wesley and Will. Yeah, they gave some sort of answer that it's just not possible or something. Well, he could have popped in. I mean, you know, I I, I like, even if he had slipped in at the very, like, last episode, blinked in real quick or something like that to help I was even thinking, like, even, uh, you know, because right at the end, you know, like, Q showed up and said, you know, now, you know, Jack, Uh I'm watching you. Then maybe Wesley could have uh, popped in right after and said, (laughs) don't worry, don't worry, buddy. I got your back. Or something yeah, like you I'm could your have, brother. I got your back. Or something. I mean, like Will that, Wheaton yeah. is obviously doing yeah. that Ready Room show, and they they yeah. did pop him in real briefly in um, right season, season two. two of Picard, right? Yeah. And then he ran yeah. off with what's her name. Um, but uh, but you know that yeah. I mean, again, it probably just comes down to you know how many how many things are going to slide in. People kind of accuse the show a little bit and accuse things of being too nostalgic. You know, like it's. Hey, look! There's a thing. There's Tribble. There's a you know, like 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 they'll just keep throwing little little details in that that the fans can go, oh, I know what that is, and I get that, and you know, but um, but yeah, I mean, considering, <laughs> I don't know how Will Wheaton felt feels really. I mean, but they they basically had a son of of Beverly, you know, and they're like, oh, well, we got to invent another one, you know, kind yeah. of. <laughs> of course, he did. He wouldn't, you know, to have that. Borg stuff inside of him and all that that wouldn't have quite worked without being you know Picard's no son. again he's a traveler now eh so yeah so maybe yeah. it's maybe fine him being there may have maybe it would have taken the you know the urgency off of the Enterprise crew to <laughs> you know save the day I guess okay eh? he yeah had abilities yeah no I I, I agree all right let, let's wrap this up I want to do one one last little little thing with you guys and um, the um, I wanted to just so now that these two shows are over, each of you just just show out, throw out one um, uh, one other like show that you're watching that's that you're enjoying. You know, maybe if you want to pitch it for anybody, like just say. So what else are you watching now that these are ended? So Quinn, what what just name one thing that you're enjoying right now beyond these, or uh, what 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 else is on your uh, TV these days? Well, I'm catching up on Jack Ryan. I'm on season three. Ah, Jack Ryan. Yeah, it's a good show. I like that show. Yeah. yeah. I've seen season one, season two, and now I'm on season three. When you catch up, you don't have to do week to week. You can <laughs> binge a lot more in the shorter time frame. Than That's when true. You're doing week to week. You know, and I, you know, and I really should do that more. I don't do it as much where I'm sitting down. I don't really watch like multiple episodes at the same time, but I also. <laughs> I find like, okay, I watch an episode, then a week or something goes by and I watch another one. I'm like, okay, what happened in the last episode or what happens or, because that show has some complicated stuff going on. It's a little bit, you know. Well, you, you can, when you come back to it, am I, am I in Venezuela? That was season two. Am I in? (laughs) Yeah. 
Am I in the Middle East with season two and then Russia season three? So depending on where you left off, you figure out, you take a few seconds to figure out which country am I? Oh, I'm in season three, so it must be that country. Yeah. It, it does take a little bit of time. Yeah. So okay. All right. How about, uh, how about you, Doug? What, what else, what else you got watching right now? Well, since I was watching the bad batch, I wanted to get more into that. I had never watched clone wars. Oh, even though it okay. started in 2008. And, uh, yeah, I know that the graphics are definitely not as good as they are now, but the uh -huh. stories are still there. I, I've only watched two of them so far, and it's like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, you, what you'll find with that, one, one little thing you'll find with that, Doug, is the graphics change as the series goes on, um, and they get a little bit more, I'd just say they get better, essentially. You know, and and it not, but you're right. The stories are really, really good, and yeah, I'm glad you're glad you're watching that. It's cool. I'd like and to go cool back and rewatch it sometime. I, I um, I'd like to get you know go back and rewatch that. Rewatch Rebels even as well. But uh, yeah, those are good good shows, and they're not super long either. You know, they go by pretty quick. You can watch quite a few. How about Jeff? What it what what else are you watching right now? I'm kind of I'm not really why I'm. I pretty much throw all my eggs in the Star Wars and Star Trek baskets. To oh, be honest do you? With you. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Like say so. Actually, I was thinking like, uh, honestly, like terrible to say. I gotta go. I've only watched like half of the last uh, Discovery season, so okay. I gotta maybe wrap go that up. Finish, finish that, and then I, I kind of like Doug. I, I think I might go back and rewatch uh, Clone Wars because there's so much in there that I feel that made that i need to refresh myself for um you know some of these shows coming up and then also after watching um picard just like you know what i kind of want to go back and watch like tng and voyager and deep space nine just kind of roll through those again so uh -huh. that's kind of on my list i mean you know there's probably lots of great shows out there it's just i don't know i just i just seem to really resonate with star with wars and star trek it, sure, it's that's tough for fine. something else to catch yeah. my attention like you know if something's coming out from marvel then uh, yeah i'll probably go watch that uh, yeah they've but, got another uh, show um i think the next one is the the one with uh, with the secret wars secret or? wars yes yes with yeah. with right yeah with uh samuel jackson i think that's yeah. starting sometime in the next month or two i think and then we have strange new world season two coming in yeah, ju in yeah, june so. And it's already tomorrow's May first, so that's not really that far away at all. And then I think so we'll get that, and then and Ahsoka's in yeah August I think Ahsoka's so. in August, and then I don't think we get the last the season five, the last season of Discovery until early next year in twenty twenty four. So yeah. that's probably. And I think there's a lower decks coming maybe in the summer as well too. I think ah that's so. right yeah lower decks yeah. yep yeah that's that's yeah. fun. And there should be that crossover episode thing where they're bringing like the lower decks people yeah. into Strange New Worlds, I think is what it is. Yeah. So that that should be fun. Yeah. But for, I rely on you, yeah. Rico, because I listen to podcasts. On the shows. I rely on you to, to tell me about what's good out there because I, I certainly well, don't. Well, you know, <laughs> I watch, of course, I watch mostly sci-fi fantasy stuff, but I watch other yeah. th other things too. There, there's two things that I, I, I don't know if this stuff interests you guys at all, but the um, – this um and I have not really watched the that Yellowstone series, but I started to watch the I guess it's a prequel whatever show 
It's called 1923. Probably I'm mostly I'm watching it because Harrison Ford is in it, honestly. Uh, yeah. But I've been enjoying that. It's it's a little bit rough going because, on, honestly, it's a rough time of the of in the country and some basically some people being pretty doing some pretty nasty things. But but it's also beautiful shot. You know, it's like out in Montana and it just looks gorgeous and. And I and I think I've watched the first six episodes. I think I'm only on a couple left of the season, but it's really good. I mean, if you if you like, I mean, it's basically essentially an old style kind of western a bit. Um, but that's been good. And then another Harrison Ford thing that's on completely different. It, it's on Apple TV called Shrinking. It's this little half hour. I guess it's a drama comedy. He's not really he Harrison Ford's in it. It's basically he's like a psychologist. And he works at this place, and there's another guy that he works with, and a couple other people. It's a little hard to explain, but it's it's really good. Oh, and I like Ted Lasso, of course, on on Apple TV. Oh, and then one one sci-fi fantasy thing. I finally started to watch. I don't know if you guys, any of you guys, have either watched this or heard of it. You guys know this show called Dark on Netflix no. at all? Doug, I thought that maybe you mentioned that sometime, or some somebody did. Or Quinn. I saw a Dark Mirror, but that's not the same. Yeah, thing. this one's a little different. Well, this this is I think made in actually Russia, and it's it's really hard to explain. It's a spe- it's essentially like a a bit of a time travel thing. There's like this little small town, and there's like a cave system, and and a little well, a kid will go went goes through. And I've only watched like the I think there's like three seasons. I've watched the first six or seven episodes. But it's it's also like a somehow for some reason it's some kind of a time portal and it basically takes the kid back in time like twenty five years sure. uh, to the same area basically it just transports them. It's a little hard to explain, um, but I, everyone always said good things about it, and and I so I started to watch it. It's it's kind of a slow burn, uh, but um, but yeah that oh that, so within twenty five years this yeah something travels? like something like it's that. almost like. That, that journeyman show from years back where he I'll, just kind of traveled within his yeah kind of that or quantum leap but it's it's obviously just sort of like the kid doesn't know it's happening he just he just out with some friends he goes into this okay. cave and then and then it happens with some other people and you know don't want to say too much but um but it's 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 the 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 essence of the show seems to be they're showing these characters you know you you meet them as adults in sort of modern time and then when they start to go in the past, some of the characters, then you see them as kids, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of interesting how they're doing it. But um, but yeah, that's that's about it. There's a bunch of other shows too, but um, you know, it, it, it's um, but you're you know, there's just so much out there. Every five minutes, there's a new something something new popping. I don't know. I, popping. I always like. I like things with spaceships in it. Like yeah. I was, like my niece will tell me, "Oh, watch this, watch that." I go, "Does it have a spaceship in it?" <laughs> no, ah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just. I want spaceships in my, my TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel like that too. I mean, I, I slip in some other stuff, but it's certainly what I, <laughs> what, what I watch mostly. But, um, all right, guys. Well, this has been fun. I, I, I really appreciate you taking some time for me Sunday afternoon and. And uh, joining me for another chat, uh, we'll try to do another one over the summer sometime, which isn't Could too I far. Ask, uh, Jeff, one thing before we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Okay, this is not good for the podcast listeners because they can't <laughs> see what I see. But on your shelf in back of you, is that Spock from a mock time or from Mirror Mirror? That's uh, Mirror Mirror Spock. 
Oh uh, yeah, so. because I see the sash on his belt. Is that like the? Yeah. Key, is that like the? Which one is that? What company is that one from, Jeff? That's the um, the uh, XO six. Oh right, XO. Yep, yep. Yeah, and now I, I see the beard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's Very a great. Cool. That's a great piece. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been tempted by so many of those so far. Is that the only one you've got from their their line? Yeah, it's the yeah. only one I've got. I just. Maybe if they release some Klingons, I'll get it. I just it just felt like a rabbit hole. If I, <laughs> you know, like my friend is collecting like all the Voyager ones, and he's collecting all the captains and all that, and it's just like ah, just it's just seems yeah. Like and they're they're like they're not cheap. They're a couple couple hundred dollars, or probably more Canadian. Yeah, a right? couple hundred bucks. Yeah, for Canadian, yeah, it's probably close to three hundred. So yeah, so, yeah, it's a nice one though. I mean, it's yeah. good good likeness too. Really, um, really yeah. good likeness. Yeah. Yeah, I've been tempted by some of those. I mean, if they started to do, I almost got that one. If they started to do the original TOS cast in their original uniforms, I, I probably would jump yeah. in. But I don't think they've done. I don't think they've done any of the original cast in the original uniforms yet. No, because they think. did them originally as a QMX figures. So that's true, made, right? Yeah, yeah they, so. the QMX did a whole line of those as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I know that they've done like. Um, they did seven of nine. They did. Yeah, they, they, they did a Jane, a Jane Way and Harry. At least a Harry Cam. They got a doctor. They got a Jacote. Yeah, they do a so, lot of Voyager, didn't they? They, yeah, they did a lot yeah. heavy Voyager uh, yeah. so far. Yeah, quite a bit. But uh, yeah, so many, so many things to collect. That's another, as you said, Jeff. That's another rabbit hole of. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like say if they do some Klingons, I'll, I'll get the Klingons. Hey, so. That would be so, good if they did. Yeah. They did a war for, um, or even any other Klingon, you know, like from the original series, perhaps, or something like that. You know, yeah, or even just like a, just even like a, just standard Klingon Kang or, or uh, okay, yeah, or uh, yeah. just uh, Martok or. Oh, I just I find the Klingons, you know, they just looks like they're going to have they, some Klingons in the um, the new season of Strange New Worlds. You guys see that little teaser? Did you see the? There's a little teaser trailer out for that just came out maybe a week or two ago, and there's a scene with uh, with Spock, uh, like basically having some you know some some beer or or whatever it is Klingon blood wine or something with some Klingons on a planet. Are they the? Uh, I didn't see the. Are they the uh, the? They're they're the, the basically the, the, uh... they're they're the let's say they're the wharf style. That's the easiest oh, okay. way for me to say it. They're the wharf style Klingons. Not Discovery weird Klingons, not original series, you know, no. Well, they kind of explained that in uh, Enterprise too. Was they did, they did, and and I I can buy that. I mean, honestly, we all know what it is when they went to do the movies, when they first introduced in in the motion picture, it was like, hey, we have a big budget, let's make Klingons look a little weird, you know. That's the real (laughs) reason, you know. But then they came up with a kind of in in canon in story, you know, explanation of a. Yeah. of a disease thing or something but yeah yeah it's a nice piece all right guys i'm okay. uh, i'm gonna stop the recording uh and we'll talk again soon thanks for joining me and uh everyone out there listening thanks for downloading thanks for uh listening to us today talk about mandalorian and star trek picard season three we'll talk to you again soon bye
This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.